Hello, this is James Riddler for Food Manufacture, and I was in conversation with Thomas Olram, Innovation Director at Guivaudan, to discuss the opening of their new protein hub and the latest trends in alternative proteins. The first thing I'd like to know is specifically around the new protein hub. Um, what sparked the development of it? So, yeah, thanks, thanks for having me. Uh, and um, thanks for letting me talk about the protein hub right here. Uh, what, what sparked the protein hub are an internal and an external factor. Huh? <laughs> so on the, on the internal side, we opened our Zurich Innovation Center, the, the TIC as we call it, like two years ago. And it's really, it's really such a place uh, which is so vibrant um, and so creativity stimulating um, because you have, you know, science and technology together. You bring together all of our elements from from the taste side to the to the fragrance side. Uh, you have really uh, it can happen that in, in, in the one meeting room you have a chewing gum tasting and in the next one you have, a, I don't know, sniffing on detergents or whatever. So it's 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 everything is there and we, we bring our partners in. We have students there. We have university uh, partners, uh, ingredient partners and so on. And we said this is such a vibrant area um, that it would be actually a perfect spot to also bring in the technological piece of how to how to improve uh, protein and alternative proteins especially um, and then we we wanted to run it very close uh, together with the with the protein center in Singapore that we opened earlier this year uh, which has uh, more or less the same setup um, and and really start building a protein ecosystem um, and a protein network uh, which is globally on our side and also done on on partnership side so that's the internal sparking part and the external sparking part is uh, going much more into looking what is happening in this area yeah? and if you look in the area then you see that permanently new ingredients they're launched in a in a speed um, that you that you, it's really hard to follow yeah uh, technology advancements super super fast um new players on the on the uh on the plate every day almost yeah so and we said with all of that speed there is also a certain pressure on the industry to increase their development cycles in order to accelerate uh their product developments themselves but there is also a pressure on a product developer to stay up to date on the ingredients part to stay up to date on how all of those ingredients are interacting with each other and then even more putting them into a process like, I don't know, wet extrusion, uh, which, which changes the game then again totally. Um, and we said, if we bring that together in one place where we can offer to our customers that whole experience from um, ideation till really also, also development and, and trying and upscaling, um, we believe that we can really be of help for the industry to accelerate the whole thing. So that that was a lot of sparking. <laughs> um, I was wondering if you could go into any of the specifics of the hub. Uh, is there going to be any specialist equipment that you'll be using there? Uh, and there will be any of the 
And could you talk about any world firsts or innovations? Yeah. So, um, as I said, we, we, we have access to, to all the facilities from the Innovation Center. Yeah. So, and that's already quite a lot. We have our delivery systems pilot there. We have uh, the, um, our, our show kitchen there. We have uh, our industrial kitchen there for all the culinary um, applications. So we can, we can build more or less already meals. Um, but I think what is really and why right now we are we are having also this this really opening event is that we we finished the upgrading of our pilot plant, which is more or less a small uh, pilot scale processed meat plant, if you want it. Uh, so we have all the choppers, the cutters, the the smoking chambers, and whatever is necessary. Um, and as a heart of the whole one is our high moisture extruder. Uh, with which we really can run all the wet extruder uh, trials that are that are relevant and that are at the moment um, one of the really driving and interesting forces. Um, so we we can deal everything on the protein side and then really also bring it uh, on our culinary equipment. We even can go to to run trials for food service, to run trials for packaging. We have also packaging partners that help us. Um, Talking about the world first, it's really about playing with that extruder. Yeah, it's really about understanding extrusion and especially wet extrusion technology, um, which is extremely important for us because we have right now for the first time the chance to bring in the flavor and different flavor components throughout the production process. So by now, you normally had had a certain point in time when you brought in the flavor. Uh, and by by optimizing and by really fully understanding that production process, and that is what we what we always aimed for when we talked about this holistic product design, um, we have the chance to understand, okay, at which point in the production process is the best time to bring in, I don't know, the, the basic meat notes, when do we bring in the top notes? When bring do we bring in the reaction notes and so on? Um, and therefore, come to a new level of authenticity for those products in terms of taste. Now you sort of started talking about it, especially with the use of extruder and whatnot. Um, but could you go over the types of products and things that you will be developing and looking into specifically at the hub? Yeah. So. Um, in theory, we can produce everything there. <laughs> yeah. um, so, sounds always quite bold, uh, but we, we have all the tool to, the tools for the from from the nuggets to uh, I mentioned the the culinary application, so we really can go to the to the ready meals uh, and everything in between. Um, I think where the really magic starts to happen is, of course, all the applications. Uh, that are based on the extruder technology. So everything that is going into bigger pieces, everything that is going into a filet, um, might be a, or a chicken breast, the filet mignon, uh, might be a shrimp, surimis, all, all of those uh, applications. I think that's where we, where we add the most value uh, to the development by using the pilot plant. Uh, I wanted to speak a little bit broadly, more broadly, about the uh, world of alternative proteins. In your opinion, or you know, based on what you know, 
is it more likely that cell-based products or plant-based products are going to be the more dominant side of alternative proteins? And could you also go over any other trends that you see either being big now or are going to be big in the near future? <laughs> that's a that's a good question. Um, I for the way we see it is that we that we look at kind of a customer journey. Yeah, and if we if we look at at innovators, then that's really where where the cell based story is is hitting the market. Yeah, and the and the three D printing for sure is also also playing a role there. Um, and 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 it will evolve, and we will see cell based one day big. And we will see how fast that goes. I don't know. Um, we will see. Uh, but it, it's it's there to stay. Uh, then, if you if you look at the at the second, so if we stay in this journey terminology, then we talk normally about the early adopters. Um, that's rather where we would see at the moment stronger the plant based still uh, the plant materials, uh, but a little bit more. Uh, experimental. Yeah? So we talk about um, algae. We talk about um, depending on where in the in the world we're sitting. We can talk about chickpea or, or, or fava beans or, or all of those uh, new and upcoming uh, protein sources. Um, but if we look on the on the broad mass as of today uh, on the on the mainstream, if you wanted, uh, then we we still talk about soy and pea. Um, but I think, to be honest, that the the future will be will be very broad. Uh, so we will we will see from everything everything. Uh, we will see a lot of, of of mixing of proteins. I think the time when you go with just one protein source for a product uh, is is coming to an end. I think it's the future lies in optimizing those protein sources uh, in terms of nutritional value, in terms of sustainability, uh, and in terms of of uh, ingredient. Uh, list length yeah? and and we will that's also why we try to stay as flexible as possible yeah? and that's why we why we don't focus on on a certain protein source or certain ingredients but really try to open uh everything as broad as possible and depending on what's the need of the customer where where do they see their their challenges then really can bring the the ideal solution or even consult them for the ideal solution and how will the development particularly benefit manufacturers in the UK? Uh, what can they see? What can they get out of this uh, new hub? That's a good one. I, I would say, so on the one side, they can benefit the same like any other manufacturer in, in, in whole Europe. So we really um, we really don't, don't have any, any differences there. We have a very strong presence also in the UK as such. So... What we can also do, and talking especially for the UK manufacturers, of course, we can run preparation discussions directly there. Uh, we can really help and understand. We can directly bring in the right ingredients. Also, checking the availability. We always know that Brexit may, uh, on on the one or the other ingredient, uh, uh, give some some hurdles there. So we can we can we are aware of those things. And knowing that, um, it's then that the manufacturers are sending their teams over to Switzerland. And now that's when the when the magic is really happening in these few days of working together in, in the protein hub. And then it's depending on how far they want to go. And I think that's the beauty. If, if we, we start with a joint ideation, we can go directly into 
online research uh, in the UK to understand if the concepts that we were coming up with are really fitting. So while uh, the British manufacturers are with us, we still get the consumer um, results from there. And then we go directly into the pilot plan. So the advantage is that we we, we save all those transactional times in between the, the sending around, the, the shipping, all the documents uh, that we would normally need in order to get that. So we save extremely a lot of time by those things. Um, the other thing is that we that we are really together in the pilot plant. Uh, so we can uh, optimize the texture directly, the color directly, um, adjust it in, in, in all taste directions, obviously. Um, have then the chefs also producing for us. So we have there are several development chefs there. Uh, they can help us with the uh, golden standards. They can help us also afterwards with, with using those. We can bring in whatever subject matter expert from the whole hub um, who who could could help us from a packaging understanding, from a microbiological understanding, and so on and so on. So and I think that's really the the big benefit for a manufacturer, super fast, really accelerated, um, ideally not needing to use their own plants so they can keep producing on their own lines in the factory while using our pilot plants. In terms of alternative proteins, what should manufacturers be looking out for? What should they be developing right now or investing in? Yeah, I, I think it's always a, a good idea to, to have a look into those high moisture extrusion. I think that's a that's a, a direction that is there. Um, we see that the demand is going into, you know, trying being natural, trying finding the right nutritional values, um, everything that, that can help them of, of reducing also the ingredient list. And otherwise it's it's really a lot about authenticity. Uh, trying to, to understand the interactions between those ingredients uh, in order to, to optimize the uh, wow effect of consumers. And uh, that's, that's what, if you want to go into the mainstream and, and what I always like to say is how, how can I, what, what does need to happen uh, that my mom starts eating plant uh, protein. Yeah. So, and and for that, uh, we're we're coming soon with a research on those things. But it's really a lot about authenticity. It's a lot about getting getting more complex tastes, more um, deepness, uh, more depth into the product. So I think that's that's where where a lot of uh, magic will happen. Well, Thomas, thank you very much for speaking to me today. It's been a pleasure. Absolutely. Thank you, James. This has been James Riddler for Food Manufacture.